0: Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Cause if you don't take care, you fall like a Don't take care. you know, you, are, you are not praying. You are. You are how many of us had our quiet time today? Be be honest. How many had their quiet time? How many forgot? Amen. How many did not even remember? It's like your conscience did not prick you. <laughs> Anybody? Hallelujah. Amen. One thing that is important is that you know we should medit- meditate on His word day and night, and the Lord will bless us. Ten, and then give somebody sitting by you a very nice smile give them a smile give them a smile a nice smile amen hallelujah what a blessing amen what a joy it is hallelujah and we all said bro you're out of coverage area come here dad you're out of coverage area come Uh pack she didn't be too far away yeah yeah you can sit right there normally on wednesday night, i'm a very nice pastor so you can come close amen what a blessing it is hallelujah we thank god so much this is our year of series of victories amen and i believe one thing for sure that god is bringing us some multiple victories amen hey. Is the fan supposed to be on? And let's turn it off. Rather put the um, heat down. Amen. Hallelujah. What a blessing. Amen. So this is our year of that we are expecting what? Series of victories. And I believe that, you see, a victory can be for you. But if you don't position yourself right, then you'll miss out on it. Amen right now if i said take i have a thousand dollars hey receive it amen amen everybody would try to jump and come and get it but the first person who may reach here i don't know it looks like the race will be won by a brother here our sister here and, uh, because they are the closest but if i had mentioned their name and i said bright take this thousand dollars I mean, unless you are also bright. Some people will try and say that my middle name is bright. Uh Uh-huh. Unless you are bright, you cannot just get up and come and take this. Amen. What am I saying? That God has a series of victories for us that our names are written on. Hallelujah. Amen. But a lot of times, it's like he's calling us to take what he has for us. But we, we are so worried about other people, what they are doing. Can I have an amen? And in this year, let nobody discourage you from serving the Lord. Let nobody trouble your heart for actually, you know, even trying to serve your God. Today I was having my quiet time and I read something from Second Samuel when David came back and then the wife just began to you know blast him. Bible tells us that he came with the intention to bless his household in 2 Samuel where verse 6 2 Samuel chapter 6 going down from verse 12 down. He came home with the intention to bless his household. But when he got there, the wife, Michal just just went off. That the guy was dancing, you know, when they were bringing the ark of God. Back, he was dancing, and his intention was that he was dancing to praise his God. Can I have an amen? amen? His intention was that he was serving his God, Hallelujah, and that was the main purpose for he dancing. His mind was on God, Amen. But not knowing, somebody, the wife was watching him out, uh, through the window, and the wife thought that you know, as a king must put a little bit of dignity in everything that you do but his mind was to worship god and to worship god sincerely can i have an amen so david danced before the lord with all his what might amen how many times have you come to church that you are very careful that you don't shake your head too much so that your brazilian wig does not come off (laughs) Sometimes even because you just bought a new shoe, you don't want to kneel down so that there will be a break in the middle. Hey! But Bible says that what David danced before the Lord with all his might. Hallelujah. He danced before the Lord with all his might. Amen. Because that was what was in his heart. That was what was hidden in his heart. Hallelujah. So in 2019, serve the Lord with all your might. Can I have an amen? Amen. For the Lord to bring any blessing to you, serve the Lord with all your might. Even when people begin to talk about the fact that, oh, you are this, you are this, you are this, you serve the Lord with all your might. Hallelujah. Because one of the things that would be important that the blessings of the Lord will come to those who love him. Mm. It will come to those who have dedicated themselves unto him. Mm. Hallelujah. Because we know that our labor in the Lord is never in vain. Amen. So, keep on going, keep on going down where David came back to his house to bless. You know, go ahead. Okay. So the wife looked through the, the daughter of Saul looked through the mirror, eh? And they brought the ark. The Lord, Okay. And as soon as David had made an end of the offering, bent offering, and a peace offering, he would bless the people in the name of the Lord of hosts. Next verse. And he what? He dealt among the people, even among the whole multitude of Israel, as well to the women as men, to everyone a cake of bread, gave them, you know, some small things. Next verse. Verse 20. And David returned to bless his household. Amen. He has just danced before the Lord. He has just had an encounter with the Lord. So he returned to bless his household. Amen. And then look at what happened. What happened to him? Then the daughter of Saul came out to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today? Or what? Who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids of his servants, as one of the vain followers shamelessly uncovered himself. So it was like the guy, as he was dancing and he was happy praising the Lord, it's like he was just trying to say that because he's a king and it comes to serving the Lord or doing something for the Lord, you should have put dignity, you know, added a little bit of but just not behave and all that. So go to the next verse, quickly. Next verse. The thing is frozen there. The next verse, okay. Okay, So, and David said unto Michal, I I said what, um, it was before the Lord, which chose me before thy fathers, and before all his what house to appoint me ruler over the people of the lord over israel therefore will i what play before the lord so it was trying to say that i'm worshiping god because i know that it's the lord who has chosen me it's not because of so every service that we do we must do it with the mind that this thing that i'm doing is because god has made it possible for me the day i decide i'm not going to be a pastor again i'll be surprised one of you would be the pastor. Hallelujah. It is a painful thing to leave your place, so do not leave your place. Don't let somebody offer the worship that you are supposed to, God. Hallelujah. Amen. So whatsoever we find our hand doing, we should do it with all our heart. Hallelujah. But what happened is that one of the greatest results of this that it ended up that the daughter of Saul, she became barren. Amen. There are consequences, and one of the things that The Lord was ministering to me was that, you know, what happened was that at the end of the day, if you, you discourage somebody from doing the work of God, one of the results of that is that you become barren. And barren is not talking about physical barrenness, spiritual barrenness. Your life amounts to nothing. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And I don't want to be in that category, so I would encourage everybody to do the work of God. Is that in your Bible? hallelujah so until the time that she died she had no children which is barrenness hallelujah it's barrenness amen so let us be a people that serve god with the purpose that we want to is god is god whatever i stand here and i do i must do it unto god and not because of the reward of men Hallelujah. That is why when you do something, you should not expect anybody to come and tell you that, bro, what you did is nice. or oh, sis, what you did is nice. Oh, sister Kiki, your song it was very powerful. Oh, brother Jones, your, your, the way you were dancing, it was very powerful. Because it's the Lord who has chosen you and has given you that in the first place. That's why there will be surprises in heaven. There will be people who are sitting in the congregation who do work that we cannot see those of us who stand up stage every time we are seen amen hallelujah there are people who are sitting down who are doing work that cannot be seen and when we get there you realize that they are crowned. it will have more sunshine yeah you have more sunshine more sunshine all over you see sunshine and then those of us who stand here and then you know you know everybody sees us. You know you are the announcer. You give announcement. You are the singer. You are the one who is. And those of us who are here, Pastor Hans, hey, the Lord should have mercy on us. Hallelujah. Why? Why did that end up? I said God has a specific blessing or series of blessing that is meant for you, but your worship should not be influenced by anybody. Nobody should be able to discourage you from what you are doing. Vince, brother Vince, nobody should be able to discourage you from what you are doing. If somebody succeeds in discouraging you from what you are doing for God, then you stand in a position where you lose your your life cannot have impact. You are not you are not fruitful. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. But God has determined that we will be fruitful. I see you being fruitful. I see you being fruitful. In this land you will be fruitful. Hallelujah. You will see your seeds. They will come to pass. A day is coming, you can line 25 people and say that these are my converts. Amen. Hallelujah. If you can have 25 people, they come to church. Oh, how did you know, about? oh, I was, I was de- down there, I was about to take a joint, and then this brother was passing and ministered to me, and then I gave my life to Christ what a blessing hallelujah i believe that we must build a church that is so winning conscious a church that is willing to go out there and bring people to to church minister to people rather than concentrate on ourselves how many of us know that our problems will never get finished the the inside i'm talking about the inside problems we we'll never finish it will never finish. So sometimes, there are people out there who are perishing, who rather need us more than the people who are inside. Hallelujah. Are are you getting it? We are not saying that we don't have to, you know, visit and all those things. A part of the ministry work is PVC, prayer, visitation, counseling, and what? Interaction. We must pray, we must visit, we must counsel, we must interact. Hallelujah. But in addition to that, is there somebody out there that you can be a Jesus to? You may be the only Jesus somebody may ever meet. At your workplace, you may be the only Jesus. Bro, you may be the only Jesus, right? You may be the only Jesus somebody would ever meet. Hey, Jesus is black. It doesn't matter. You You are still part. You are formed in the image of God. Do you know angels envy us? Do you know angels envy us? Sister so are you know the angels envy us? Or you want to be an angel? <laughs> Don't worry, when Mr. Wright comes, he will call you angel. Some people call their spouses angel. Hello, angel. The brother who was, who was walking on the road and saw a lady, and when he saw the lady, he said, Wow what's going on? What is a, a, an angel doing here on earth? Is there strike in heaven? <laughs> May you be an angel. Yeah. May you be a darling boy. Yeah. May you be a darling girl. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Are you still here? Yeah. So that's just by the way let us embrace this call and let us embrace this cross and do things wholeheartedly Not affected by anything else. Your job should not affect the things that you do for God. Can I have an amen? Amen. I'll I'll be standing at work, but my mind is church. How many of us sometimes it happens to you? You be at work and your mind is church. It is a clear sign that God has something good for you to do. Fruitfulness. And when we continue that day and continue that way, I believe that the Lord is going to help us. Are you still here or you have gone home? Do you have your books? Or you didn't bring it? How many of us didn't bring our books? Did you bring it or you didn't bring it? We are looking at victory secrets. Victory Secrets, I'm chapter 17. Victory Secrets of Be Thou Faithful unto Death. Be Thou Faithful unto Death. What is faithfulness? Constant. Faith that is full. So, faithfulness is what? Being constant. And what is being constant and being loyal? Okay? I said faithfulness is faith that is full, It means that you believe in something and it is full so much that you don't change your attitude towards it. If I believe that, if I have faith in this bottle of water, that this is the only thing that can quench my thirst, my faith is full, unless I drink this, I'll still remain thirsty. You can bring me coke. You can bring me uh, coconut juice. You can bring me Kool Aid. You can bring me all sorts of things. But as long as my faith is full in this, then I'm constant. My belief is constant. It cannot be changed. I'm very loyal to the fact that the content of this is what can take away my, my test. So faithfulness is is constant and somebody is full. So. In this book, Bishop was sharing about faithfulness is unto death, and it's not unto a certain time. Hallelujah. That you must be faithful to death. I was saying that you should not be faithful. None of us here should be faithful until a certain time. Like I tell the children, do not be to Christian, Nathan, Liz. Do not be faithful to God until the time your father is no more. But faithfulness is unto what? Unto death. Very heavy. Your faithfulness to God, your faithfulness to your marriage, your faithfulness to your church, your faithfulness to every area of your life is unto death. Hallelujah, somebody. That is why, even common things like in marriage, you say that the thing is for better, for worse. Until death do us part. Hallelujah. That is the purpose of it. Revelation chapter 2, verse 8 to 11. And unto the angels of the church in Smyrna, write: These things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works, and tribulations, and poverty. Then say in bracket, but thou art rich. And I know that, and I know the blasphemy of them which say that they are Jews, and are not, but are of the are the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried. Then he goes on and said, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Hallelujah. Be thou what? Faithful unto death, and I will give you what? The crown of life. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be what? head of the second death. Hallelujah. So he said that, be thou faithful, what? Unto death. Amen. So faithfulness is actually unto death. He said that we will, we will suffer a lot. Hallelujah. Our Christian work has a lot of sufferings. How many of us have suffered some things for Christ before? If you have not, I'm promising you it's coming. Can I have an amen? Anybody say, I give your life to Christ, and uh, when you give your life to Christ and you come, everything is going to be all right. They just told you a lie. Because if your service to God amounts to something, you will be tried. If you are making impact in this life, you will be tried. I remember when we started the church, I had a terrible accident. Then another thing happened. Then another thing happened. So I was talking to my Father Reverend Gilbert, and as I was telling him, it was like it means that your life is making impact in Louisville, Kentucky. That is why Satan is after you. Can I have an amen? amen. So sometimes you go through certain things. You you struggle through certain. Things. Life is hard. You know you try. Things are not working out, and all those. It's not anything that you have done. But if you have taken a right son for Christ then difficult times will come. Bible says that perilous times will come. But you take stand, be strong. Be strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you still here you have gone home? So don't be discouraged because God knows them that are his. God will bring you out of it. Hallelujah. But be faithful unto the end. Don't let your small difficulty think that you know, let me abandon the work of God and go and do something else. Hallelujah. Trials will come count it all joy in James count it all joy when you fall into different types of temptations different types of trials different types of things that will come your way it is not because of anything that somebody does not like you it is part of your journey hallelujah anybody that will become something in this life must face something even to realize the American dream American dream you have to face something. If you come to this country and everything is going well for you, you are sick. There's something there's something not normal about your life. Okay, now, but even including those who are born here. Even those who are born here, they have their own share than you who have come from far away. Hey. Do not joke. So, Bishop is saying, do you want to receive a crown? If you want to receive a crown, the crown of life is given to people who have been faithful unto death. Hallelujah. Amen. To be faithful unto death means that you were loyal unto the end. Amen. Amen. May the Lord give us grace to be loyal to the end. Amen. May I be loyal to the church of God and to God up until the end. May you be loyal up until the end. It shouldn't be that when the church has become big, then you know, right now you have become big short. You don't even spend time with the Lord. M-O-D. It shouldn't be that when you have your own group of people, when we call for meetings, you come and say that, hey, I have my sheep, I have to feed my sheep and all that so I can not come. Faithfulness is what? Unto the Brother Bright, faithfulness is unto what? It's unto death. Those that receive the crown, are those who have actually gone all the way to the end. In spite of the suffering. Sometimes you'll be rebuked. Pastor Hans, have you been rebuked before? Yeah. Sometimes you'll be rebuked. Something you were told to do after you did that thing then the same person who told you to do it comes to face you that I did not tell you to do it this way. I said do it that way. I was you. That's when you feel like that. You cry. What do you want me to do? Ah, you cry? What do you want? To do? Faithfulness is unto the end. Hallelujah. Are you still here? As long as a man is living on this earth, your eye must be on faithfulness. Be loyal. Be faithful to God and to the assignment that God has given to you. And anything that God has given to you, if you are faithful in it, it is in that thing that you will be fruitful. Hallelujah. It is in that thing that you will be fruitful. If God has called you and then you have decided to become a businessman, you have missed it. It will not be well with you until you turn around. You touch this, it will not work. You touch this, it will not. You do this, it will not work. Until you turn around and you decide that, Lord, I want to flow with your will. Until you have taken that step or you will struggle. Hallelujah. Once upon a time, it happened to me. Yeah. Every course that was in the world, I wanted to do something. Just applying here and here, everywhere. Here, yeah, you know, Connecticut University, here, yeah, yeah. here, all over the place. As someone, God has something else for me. Are you still here? Or you have gone home? He said, "Today, many people are faithful for a, a season. You can what lift up the standard of your faithfulness and be faithful unto death. Death must be your finishing line. Hallelujah! You must be at my, my funeral, or I must be at yours. Hallelujah! We must serve the Lord out until one of us buries the other. Is it a good idea? Is a good idea. Is a good idea." Until you bury me or I bury you, we don't know which one will come first. Hallelujah. But we are faithful. Amen. Are you still here? He that many people are nice and good for a period, but are not faithful unto death. Many people are faithful for a season. God is looking for people who will be faithful unto death. Our obedience to his will is not just for the next five years our obedience to God's will is not just for the next five years. Some people, Lord, I need a husband, I need a husband, I need a husband, I need a husband, I need one brother we know. Hey, when he was leading the prayer, Lord, a wife, Lord, he said you give me all good things, Lord. Hey, Lord, hey, Lord. Then the Lord gave a wife. Then after the wife, it came to, it came to children. Lord, children, Lord, children, Lord, that the children keep. Hey, now, come to a point, realize that it is the children that the Lord has given, that is the, the thing that has now become an excuse for not doing the work you are supposed to do. Hey, and that's how it is. The same thing you know, that you have been asking the Lord, the blessing, a lot of times the blessing can become a curse. If you don't know how to handle the blessing, if God decides to make you a millionaire, and then when the Lord makes you a millionaire, now, now you have one, one of five businesses. And so Sunday morning is where you sit down and then you, you oversee your, your, you know, your things. If you don't take care to be a, a, a care unto you, Hallelujah. Oh, but minus you, Amen. I say minus you, Amen. for you will be faithful. God has faithfulness. God requires faithfulness, even unto death. Hallelujah, Amen. Amen. I remember one time I was reading. Um, is it um, psalm was saying that? In sin did my mother conceived me, but you required truth. You know, in other versions, say that you required faithfulness in the womb. Faithfulness right from the womb. In sin did my mother conceive me. We know that we are conceived in sin. But I said the Lord required truth. In Another verse said that you required faithfulness even while you was in my mother's womb. It means that faithfulness is something that God requires of us. Hallelujah. He requires it. He said that. And in the hidden part, Thou wilt make me to know wisdom. Hallelujah. Thou desireth what? Truth in the inward part. Do you have an Ivy We don't have an Say, but in, in the womb, you required faithfulness in my inward part. So it's like faithfulness from God. God really intends that. That's what I said, right when you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. He requires you to be faithful to Him. Everything that God has created belongs to Him. Can I have an amen? So, God requires us to be faithful. is it a good idea? Hallelujah. So, there are six points Bishop gave about areas that we must be faithful to death. He said, be thou faithful unto death applies to important relationships. Important relationships. Expect that God will bring important people in your life. Hallelujah. Through this work, you come to know some important people in town. Through this work, you will experience favor from the Lord. That will bring you before some great men. Hallelujah. Revelations chapter 2, verse 26. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give what? Power over the nations. Hallelujah. Power over the nations. When we remain faithful, God endows us, with this great ability hallelujah and he endows us also what with power are you still here you must believe that the end of important relationship is death have relationship that would only end at what the graveside where you say goodbye to each other hallelujah i will either attend funeral or you will attend mine that is what you must say about your important relationships. Your faithfulness must be unto death. Faithfulness and loyalty till death as do part. Have great wo- rewards. You will be made to rule the nations. If what, you can achieve this great feat of loyalty unto death. Hallelujah. Do not think that loyalty unto death is some... It's the same as blindness, becoming a zombie, or joining a cult. People who despise faithfulness and loyalty are what? Inexperienced in the things of God. To build anything large and great and to bear fruit for God, you need loyalty, commitment of a high, uh, commitment of the highest order, and faithfulness to the end. Hallelujah. To build anything in this life... For you to, to achieve anything, we need to step up our faithfulness. We need to step up our loyalty. We need to be the same. We should not change. Hallelujah. When you used to come and to clean up the church, don't change when the Lord makes you a millionaire. Because that relationship to the church is important. Do not change. After you have been appointed as a pastor, that's one of the, the people when they are not pastors, it's like, Everywhere you call them, they will come. But right now, when they become pastors, they are appointed as pastors. You call meetings, they don't come. Yeah, I'm not talking about where, yeah, you have meetings, they don't come. He gives some flimsy excuse. One time, Bishop was very furious. You know what? He went to do a crusade in a village. And one of his own pastors, I mean, was like, he's come all the way from... Ghana with the troops went to one of the African countries. They were that close. It's like from here to Elizabeth Town. He appointed a person as a pastor. Sent him. He wasn't even a pastor. He's like a reverend minister. Sent him on missions. The church supporting you and everything. He came to have a crusader. Five days he was in another town. That he had something that was so important for him to do. That his father... It's been it's been was over about seven or nine years since he has been to that area. He had something so important to do that he did not go to that meeting. Hey, amen. Unless it's a matter of life and death, your presence just your presence there will be an encouragement. Can change the atmosphere for what is going on. Can I have an amen? Are you still here? When I have meetings and you come, Pastor Hans, you come, I'm encouraged. But if he texts me as a pastor, you know, my wife and case my wife they have to sleep early or they they have exams tomorrow and all those things, and that thing comes through. You realize that you realize that it's not commodious. <laughs> yes. They were having their own meeting while Bishop was there to do a crusade. Can you imagine? Oh, it's not acceptable at all. It's not me, I know it's not acceptable. I hope that you see that it's not acceptable. Yeah. One time we're having a retreat here, and somebody has organized some members of the church. They have gone to Cincinnati somewhere. They are also doing a meeting over there. I have called a meeting. My church members taking some of my church members, they are having another meeting. It is not acceptable. Prophetic impartations. <laughs> hey! It's a wahoozy wahoo. One time somebody invited church members onto a prayer line. Then one of the guys went on. He went on, then if it came up, he called Sarah. I was invited to this prayer line which sounded like you have said that prayer line. When I got on, I did not hear your voice. So, are you aware? Yes, I said, I'm not aware of anything like that. Hey, as someone, somebody has, is orangulizing a group of people from the church. Orangutan. Oranguism. It's the process of orangulizing. <laughs> hey! God, that member's so. Hallelujah. But Bible says, Cursed be he who scattered that which he himself builded. Hallelujah. If I do anything to destroy the church, a curse is upon me. Likewise, you. Faithfulness is unto the end. If you don't like the church anymore, you just leave. But don't destroy the church don't allow frogs to come out of your mouth because those frogs will kill them are you still here are you still here commitment of the highest order and faithfulness to the end hallelujah you must be committed whatever you are doing you must be committed shining stars be committed hallelujah when we come and then you have shined this you have shined and then we walk in, we must know that they have been here. It's not like when we come and say, ah, but have they come here? We must see that they have been here. Hey, you used to align the chest. When I enter, I see that the thing is like. Whew. <laughs> Since you became a French pastor, look at our chest. Mm hmm. I didn't say it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So be faithful to that applies to all important relationships, all important relationships. If you don't have a single friend, childhood friend, that up until now, even though you may be far apart, still the person is close to you. You are fired all your friends. Hey, you are fired your friends. They said they were fired. This one fired you fired you fired you are fired everybody oh but you should have a friend you should have a friend who does not only get in touch with you when they need something or you don't get in touch with them when you need something but the person is a friend even after 10 15 years when you meet it's just like you must have some it's a sign that you have a highest level of commitment hallelujah it must apply in all areas and I have an amen. I'm not saying that I have been committed to your unbeliever friends. Now that you have become Christ, leave them. So if all your friends you had were friends in the world, and you, you have fired them, that one is a good one. <laughs> Number two. Number two. It said, be thou faithful unto death applies to your marriage. Somebody say amen. amen. If you are married, say Amen if you are not married say that i believe so it's coming hallelujah 1 corinthians 7:39 the wife is bound by the law as long as his husband liveth hey as long as your husband liveth you are bound you are bound by the law but if the husband be dead she is what at liberty To be married to whom she will, only in the Lord. Hey, my brother said, Pastor, you know, when I get up, I pray my wife will die, (laughs) so that I'll be free. Hey, (laughs) because he's being he's being peppered. uh, He has been peppered uh, as like he cannot even have any prayer topic. Just because as a Christian. Let's say if you're married here, divorce is not an option. Not be an option. You chose. You are if whatever you chose, you are stuck to it. Yeah. That's why you have to open your eyes. Don't be like Jacob. Say that I'm married in the night. You better marry during the day. Open your eyes. I was deceived. When it comes to marriage, there's no deception. No deception. You really have to know the single ones. You have to know the person. Observe somebody from a distance. Because as soon as somebody t- realizes that you are watching them, oh, they will change. They are behaving. Everything will be to catch your attention. When they come up the stage and they are singing, mm-hmm, they are pointing in your direction. Hey! I tell you they will sit if they are sitting there they will always try to come close to you it's like you know they know that this is where you sit so they would make sure that the usher will come and come and say so that at the end of the service when I say look into each other's eyes then it's time (laughs) you don't know people are playing some wild game so when they say Brother sister, I love you with the love of the Lord. Hey. Hey. We know are tricks. Re- revelation. Secrets. Wisdom secrets of revelation, victory secret of revelation. Hallelujah. Faithfulness. You have to be faithful. You know, if you are in a marriage and the marriage is a little bit rocky, win your battles on your knees. Talk to the Lord about it. I always say this thing, right? I also say for two people to agree, it is the responsibility of one. For two people to agree, is the responsibility of one. Okay, so let's take Mr. and Mrs. Mansell. Mr. Mansell wants to eat fufu and goat soup. Mrs. Mansell wants to eat eba, agushi stew, and tilapia. The head, the, just the head of tilapia. <laughs> that, that is, <laughs> that, that is a, a specialty. Listen, in my short life, I've realized that the ladies like fish head more than the guys. The guys, we feel it's a waste of time. Bring the meat. Let's eat the meat. Yeah, they have time. It's, it's a fact. The ladies have the time. They will just sit behind the dinner and dissect it and pick everything from it. Bring the tail. Let's eat it. And then we are gone. So I'm saying that for two people to agree is the responsibility of one. So today, he wants to eat fufu and go to, she wants to eat eba and then abushishu and tilapia head. Okay. As long as both of them want to eat what they have to eat today, the two of them can never come in agreement. But one person said, okay, let's eat your food today. You realize that all of a sudden, the equation has changed. So for two to agree is the responsibility of one. This is brother bright. Right. As your wife is coming, it's the responsibility of one. You cannot, and so for two to do anything, right? How can two dwell except they be agree? Is it Amos three three? Are not people? One brother, they asked him, Amos said, "Quote, Amos three People are not people. Brother, him, say, quote, people, are not people. <laughs> can two walk together except they be agree? Except the two agree, so the responsibility of. Two people are green, is one. One person would have to say, okay, you let's go to a Chinese buffet. Next week, we'll go to a Brazilian steakhouse. Brazilian steakhouse is a very nice place, restaurant, so if you are thinking about taking your beloved, prepare yourself. It's eat all you can eat. Every type of meat, you have two cuts: green and red. When the meat is overwhelming you, you turn it to red so they can stop. Because if not, as long as to your table you see green, they will just get there and cut meat for you and cut meat for you and cut meat for you until you are tired. <laughs> Brazilian steakhouse. You can Google it. It's on, in downtown. They don't give me any share for that. or it's just a nice place. You know, you want to Valentine's Day is coming. You want to treat your your spouse or something. Brazilian steakhouse is a nice place if you have any questions google it (laughs) what did they say (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) hallelujah the reason why in the olden days they did not divorce is that divorce was not an option it was never an option but in our modern world people go in and then they have options they have options you know, as they are going to the marriage, they know that they are just going to try it. If it doesn't work, but listen, we have to be faithful today and make up your mind. Just make up your mind. Single people, before you marry anybody, you can see traces of somebody who believes in faithfulness until the end. They don't easily get give up on something. Your relationship may be rocky a little bit, but they will still stand by you. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. Intend to marry your spouse until the end. Because it is that which will bring you the crown of life. Hallelujah. No option. So shine your eyes well. Open your eyes. Before you bring anybody, open your eyes. Make sure that this person, we can flow. And it can work. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. Don't pick, choose anybody because of their shape. Because I promise you, shapes will change after one or two children become a coca-cola can from a coca-cola bottle (laughs) and husbands after you have changed their shape don't be looking at other shapes Hallelujah. Oh, are you still here? We are in church. Amen. Faithfulness unto death. Divorce is not an option. It's never an option. Not in this church. We bind every demon of divorce. We bind every demon of conflict amongst us. No matter what it is, we are in it. Yeah, we are in it. We marry to death. This is what saved the previous churches in the olden days. That one cry, you don't see the person, they make an arrangement. They just call you and say, you know, Mr. So-so-so have a daughter who is nice. We like to give you the daughter. Would they arrange? You didn't choose. But you come to like your parents' choice. But because of the mind that this thing that I'm doing, it is unto death. There is no option. You should never say that, you know, I have a mind of my own, and I have a mind of my own, and I have a mind of my own. That mind of your own that you are having, it is the same mind that Satan had. Can you have an amen? It's the same mind that Satan had. So sometimes it's just a recommendation. Amen. Are you still here? Let's finish. So faithfulness in marriage is unto death. Wives, as long as your husband liveth, you are bound. Husband, as long as your wife liveth, you are bound. Don't use excuses. Bible says that defraud not one another. It means that don't prevent your spouse from coming close. Is defrauding. That is the true definition of unfaithfulness. The true definition of unfaithfulness is not that your husband has gone to sleep with somebody. That is at the end product. But the real definition of faithfulness is when you stood at the altar and you said that I give myself to you, and you give myself to you. you said this is what you are going to do before God and his witnesses. And now when they touch you, you say, Who is that? I'm robber. It's a thief. That is the real definition of unfaithfulness. But when it gets to the time that the other person has been has gone to the extent of actually, you know, cheating on you, that is at the very end. Even in the medical field, there are two terms they call hypoxia and hypoxemia, right? Hypoxemia, anemia, uh, hypoxia, hypoxemia is low oxygen in blood, right? Low oxygen in the blood. So when there's low oxygen in the blood then as it's carrying into the cells, it's not getting enough oxygen, so eventually the person will become hypoxic. So you show up and somebody has 10 blue, the person has been hypoxic, it's the end product. So the person who has hypoxic, they can't breathe, they are not getting enough oxygen. If you get to so some place and the person has 10 blue or somebody's hands are 10 blue, it means that they are loo- about to lose the hand. It is at the end, the aftermath, So for some espouse to actually do something but it is at the very end. The thing got into the blood. It got into the mind. You are not paying attention to what they eat. You are not paying attention to what you do in the house. You are not paying attention. At night, you go and and dress like a boxer. (laughs) (laughs) Forgive. He dressed like a boxer. It's cold. But you have tied yourself like a kung fu. Kung fu. The Lord have mercy. <laughs> it's almost going to war. You are in the house, it's like you are you are working outside in a negative twenty degrees. What a shock. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Number three. We are finishing. Faithfulness, be faithful down to death, applies to your church membership. Psalm 1, verse 3. And ye shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of waters, which shall bring forth its fruit in season. Its leaves shall never wither, and whatsoever it does shall prosper. Hallelujah. So if the Bible is likening us to a tree, in Psalm 92, verse 13, it says that they that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of their God. We are like a garden. A church is like a garden. The plants that are in the church, you are likened to a plant. You are likened to, and a plant does not just uproot itself. And then today, if you, you, you plant something here, and the following week, you move it and go and plant it somewhere, and you go and plant it somewhere, that particular plant is likely not to do well. So faithfulness unto death. As long as I embrace Lighthouse Chapel International, the UD, and then by the grace of God, it's faithfulness unto death. I was explaining to a group of people the last time that in every place that you must have a main meal. A main meal that you eat. Hallelujah. If you are someone, that is why as you are in the church and we are talking about bishops' books, you must take interest in them. It is that it's the, it's the specific breast that can make you become something else everything else is an addition can I have an amen because you have to be strong in the grace when you are strong in the grace that is in this house Paul said to his saint Timothy be strong in the grace the grace that is upon my life be strong in that grace so if you are not faithful to the grace that has been given to you I will not be I, I cannot easily go and pastor another church I cannot pastor at Cliff Lodala Church or Bishop T.D.J. Church. Because to pastor his church, you must have a spirit. Can I have an amen? Yeah, you must have the spirit. That's why there's a body to catch the anointing. For Elisha to do things that Elijah did, he had to tarry with him until the end. Second Kings 2 Kings 2.9. That let the double portion of the grace, that the spirit that is upon your life, come upon me. He had to be with him. Many times along the way, he was discouraged. That hey, your master is about to go and say, "I don't care." There is something that I've seen. That is what I want. Be planted. Tell the person by you that be planted. Hallelujah. When you are planted, you will be surprised. Some of you, as you are here, you will naturally become pastors. You will naturally become responsible pastors, lady pastors, doing the work of God. All of us became who? All of us became. When I was telling me, I knew I was a singer. I never thought I was a preacher. But as I was planted, I was just going through the flow. Going through, And the grace of God multiplied. The grace of God multiplied. The grace of God. You are standing here, you are looking at somebody who has 10,000 auditorium, preaching to a large congregation in the name of Jesus. It shall be my portion. It shall be my portion. The Lord can only increase the grace that is upon my life. Hallelujah. If God calls you, he will honor his call upon your life. Whatever God gives to you. If you are a singer and you continue to please God, you can only sound better. He can only sound better because God wants the glory unto himself. And so when you stand and you minister, he must let men know that there is something upon this person's life. And that thing comes by faithfulness. Be faithful unto death. I'm summarizing it for us. Faithfulness will make you stable, it shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of waters that will bring forth fruit in this season. When the time is ripe, you will become a pastor. By the grace of God. When the time is ripe, you become a lady pastor. When the time is ripe, you have sheep that you are leading. When the time is ripe, the Lord will promote you. When the time is ripe, because whoever is faithful in little, much will be entrusted into their hands. Hallelujah. I see the Lord entrusting much into our, our hands. Giving us more. Giving us more. Hallelujah. You receive more and it will come with a blessing. God will financially stabilize you so that you'll be able to do the work more. Hallelujah. Oh, do you believe in such things? If God has called you, he will stabilize you. He will supply your needs according to his riches in glory. Period. So that you have a peace of mind. The righteous will never be forsaken. The righteous will never be forsaken. children will never be forsaken i've heard many many stories i've heard many many stories people who become missionaries go to places when they get there just the fact that they have come to become missionaries say expensive preparatory schools they come for them hey we have come bring your children they should come to school for free they may be living in some other place and they go to american what private school preparatory school and their children is being paid for meanwhile if you should pay it from your pocket it's not small money may that happen to you may that happen to you in the midst of drought may you find plenty plenty water because you'll be faithful you'll be faithful hallelujah be faithful my brother my sister be faithful be faithful down unto death applies to your relationship with your pastor with what your relationship with your pastor 2nd Kings chapter 2 and verse 2. And Elijah said unto Elisha, the person that he was following, the chief pastor told the junior shepherd that, tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elijah said unto him, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down better. As long as my soul liveth, I will not leave thee. He tarried up until the end. He waited up until the end and when he got to the end, that was when in verse nine he said that, ask something. I mean, I've seen that you have been faithful. I've seen that you have been committed. I've come to the end that I'm about to be taken away. What do you want from me? No, no, no. I don't want your car. I don't want anything from you. What I need is a double portion of the grace that is upon your life. Your relationship with your pastor. How you relate with the man of God. What you see on my life can easily come upon your life. What you see on bishop's life can easily come upon your life. What you see on the ministers that God has called, it can easily come upon your life. That's why do not despise the grace. Do not despise the anointing. Your relationship must be solid. The words that we speak, you must value such words. You must value them. Don't hear the words and put them to the side and then have your private prophet who ministers to you. Hallelujah. I am the prophet that God has chosen for you. I'll say that again. I am the prophet that God has chosen for you. What is speak about your life that will come to pass. Another person will speak those same words. It will have no value. Believe it. I Believe it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you still here? So your relationship, tarry, oh, tarry. When you tarry, you become something. When you tarry, you become something. You become a minister of the gospel. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. Men will see you and say that, wow. Is that you? And they tell them, yeah. Because you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bring forth fruit in season. When you tarry, a season will come. And when that season comes, it will become apparent. Men will see. Very soon, they'll begin to call you man of God. Woman of God. It's what a man of God. What a nice man of God. Man of God. No, man of God. Man of God. I think man of God is too raw, but man of God. Yeah. you be lady of, lady pastor, lady pastor, lady reverend. Too powerful. Let's finish quickly. Be faithful unto death applies to the call of God. Romans 11, 29. For the gift and the calling of God is without repentance. And I say it again. I'm I'm just rushing to you. You can read it. Listen, if God has called you, I beg you, obey. Because it is one solid sign that if you don't obey, it shall not be well with you. Simple. If you don't obey the call of God. You know the Lord has called you, but you too, you are are pursuing your own career. Hey! Mercy. Say mercy. Hallelujah. Number six, be faithful unto death. Applies to the message you preach. Let us preach the message of the gospel. Hallelujah. There's no better message. There's no better message than God sent his son to come to die for us. Let's preach the gospel. Let salvation message be something that we love. That has to be the key. The key salvation message. If the bishop's book how to preach salvation must be important to us. Then have an amen. Amen. Not seven ways of becoming millionaire. Number one, open your mouth wide. No such things. But for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. You carried the same message. If you watch our father carefully, his message has not changed. He's still training people to build churches, sending missionaries out, still preaching the gospel. May we be faithful until the end. Every ministry has a specific message that they carry. And they are faithful you don't dilute it along the line it can be diluted and if it is diluted makes it very difficult for you to become something God knows why he has entrusted what he has entrusted in your hands God knows why you are slim and tall and you are not short and plump God knows why I pray that the Lord will add his blessing to his word that we know that the calling of God is without repentance, and also that we must be faithful unto the word that the Lord has given us. And wherever you find yourself, you'll be faithful to the words of Jesus Christ. Wherever you are. Think about Billy Graham. Throughout his entire life, he did not do miracles. He was faithful to the salvation message. And that is what when he, he got to heaven. Somebody had a revelation of him when he got to heaven. He said that when he got to heaven, it was like a stadium full of, it's like a crowd like never before, who were cheering and welcoming him. And these are all the saints that he has led to Jesus Christ. He led over 200, what? Was it 200? About 200 million souls. Hey, 200 million souls. Wow. Wow. It's a blessing. Shall we rise up? Wow. Faithfulness unto death. Close your eyes and just thank God. Thank God for His grace. Thank Him for His mercy. Thank the Lord for everything that He has done for us. Just thank Him. Father, we thank you so much give us the heart of faithfulness give us the mind of faithfulness give it to us lord ask him maybe everything that you get involved in you just you just leave it hallelujah everything that you get excited about it doesn't take long then you just let go but god is showing us mercy tonight Just put your hand on your heart. Tell him, Lord, give me a faithful heart. Because faithfulness will make us fruitful. Faithfulness will make us fruitful in this land. Father, we thank you, Lord. Help us. Help your children. Help your people. We honor you, Lord. We ask that, oh God, you continue to sustain us. Let your will be done. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. Everyone that stands before you, Lord, and has a passion to be faithful in this life, in their marriage, give them the grace, faithfulness to the call upon their life. Maybe they have abandoned the call of God, Lord, but tonight, renew their strength, renew their zeal, renew their hearts, Lord, renew your mercies, Lord, and may we be counted worthy of the call that you have called us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Take out the good offering. We believe the Word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Bell Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.